This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. few things RJ I I mean mm-hmm. holy cow um the crowd you know when Bauk worked here Greg mm-hmm. Bauk Greg Buck uh mm-hmm. and he'd make those fake yeah uh, excuse me we'd have those archived yes. highlights from Greg Buck uh that Greg somehow would find and play on our show and the crowd noise would be like you know just silly, and he piped he, in the levels yeah. would be going up and down, and, and it sounded fake. That's what that crowd noise sounds like. That because you just haven't heard it. What do you miss about all of this being relevant, like e- emotional and caring about the standings and the playoffs, and about Ottawa and Toronto and Boston and Philly and all of it? That sound is what that sound. Holy cow! That just sounds like another planet. It's it's like another lifetime. It's so foreign. I mean, it, you said it earlier that you, we we it does well. And it's, it's not that old. It's, it's seventeen years, but yeah. Um, you know the, the special events. There have been there's been electricity. The one game that I was at that stands out that as a standalone game without. Jack Eichel's return or banner night for Ryan Miller or anything was a game last season on a Saturday night against Minnesota. I was there and I, I, I don't remember there being any special event that took place around the game. Um, in fact, I, I, the only reason I was there is that my the, the 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 team my son was coaching at the time was taking part in the intermission you know, breakaway contest or whatever. And so he got two tickets and brought me with him. And so I was there for that. And that game was a 6-5 overtime win by the Sabres. It's a regular season game against Minnesota. No anima, but it was electric in there. So much so that leaving the building, it was during, it was early enough in the year that it was still football season. And fans, you could hear fans singing the shout song, echoing all all through all, out on the streets, like it was electric. And I don't remember where that game left them in the standings exactly, um, but 
that's that's the the one experience I've had in the arena that makes me miss when it's really like that I've had in the last t- ten or twelve years anyway that makes me miss what it's like when it sounds like it did during that clip you just heard of the Ottawa brawl from seventeen years ago uh, today. Glad to have you with us here. I am the Bulldog. Mike Shobes away this week. Nate Geary sitting in today, and we're sort of going down memory lane a little bit, talking about you know seventeen years ago Sabers. Ottawa line brawl uh, and the emotion that that brought and just how much we all miss the Sabres being a contending team. Because there's a lot that is attached to that that is so distant to, to, to me right now and I think to a lot of fans. And the, the, the vibe of a, of a playoff race, the actual playoffs every other day, the anxiety during the day, like trying to get, do you remember, like you mentioned being 15 in 07 for uh-huh. and being in the building? Do you remember just trying to get through days of school to get to, to get nighttime, to, night to yep. get to the game? Holy cow, let me tell you, when you're an adult, that is just as hard, if not harder, because. What what I think you you're, what what do you want to do you want, you want to go to a bar with your friends yeah at right. like two o'clock in the afternoon like let's go that's hard that's hard to do when you're an adult and you got a job and like there's life gets in the way um, but like that anxiety you want to feed that with just you want to be around other people that are feeling the same way and try to maybe you know manage the fire with liquor a little bit <laughs> sort of just ride it out none of that we miss all that it's all. It's all like a foreign concept to almost a generation of fans at this point. Remember the party in the plaza? Party in the bleepity bleeping plaza, yeah. Yeah. I remember I snuck into there when I was 15, 16 for one of those games when I couldn't go. I mean, 10,000 people in the yeah. plaza. Like We're lucky to get 10,000 people in the building. Yeah. At this point. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Party in the plaza. Eight oh three oh five fifty is the number. Jonathan will lead us off this segment. Thanks for calling, Jonathan. You're on the air here on WGR. Hey guys, thanks for this show. You stole my thunder. The thing I miss most about the Sabers being good is party the plaza and just gathering with fans um, for um, gathering a whole bunch of fans and watching the Sabers in a thrilling playoff game. I mean, fortunately, we got that with the Bills. Like, I, I, I love going to bars and or potato downs for their playoff games. But um, I, I, I still miss it with the Sabres. I mean, I, especially with it's warmer, the Southeast are in April, it's warmer out. I mean, yep. that's the thing I miss most, part of the plaza. All right, Jonathan, thank you. Appreciate the call. Uh, I'm sorry that Nate you know, ruined your opportunity to make that point. I'm just Blame me. Blame me. <laughs> Connor is next up. Hi, Connor. Thank you for calling. You're on WGR. Hey there, guys. Uh, I, I actually told him this was for the brawl game, but I thought about it. This is for my Sabres field, so I'll tell it anyway. But it was actually for the you know the Rangers uh, game five that uh-huh. he was also talking about earlier. Um, you guys had a giveaway like uh, in early in the morning or at a Manhattan Bagel or something like that where you had to shoot bagels onto a shelf. <laughs> okay, sure, yeah. Here, here, here's something there. else that we at WGR can miss is like having gatherings where fans do yep. things like shoot bagels into nets to try to win tickets yeah. to go to games. Yeah, my dad, of course, nails it at six thirty in the morning or whatever it is. And you know, bless my mom's heart. Not the biggest sports fan, but he decides to take my mom. You know, not me, the self-proclaimed hockey fan of the family still a great time you know i remember ripping off my shirt and running in the street when uh jury scored and everything so that's fine 
But as far as what I miss most about Davis being good, I miss, like, just at the beginning of the week looking at the schedule and, like, just knowing when they're playing. I feel like so much now I'm, like, I get in the car, I turn it on the radio, and then they're playing. And I was like, I didn't even know they were playing tonight. You know, I just – I don't mm-hmm. – I'm apoplectic, and I don't care about when they play. That's what I miss the most is just being, okay, I got a game Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday. I can't wait. Anyways, that's what I got, guys. Thanks. All right, Connor. Thank you. Yeah, I mean that that's de- that definitely is a is a thing that happens. I, I I mean, for me, I know yesterday every time I said it on the air, I felt a little self conscious uh, because I did not really know what was on the schedule after Friday. Like I said a few times, Sabres are two game road trip, and I, I I even when I said two game road trip, I had a little like thought bubble in my head going. They don't have their home after this Friday, right? I didn't know for sure because I because you know why? Because I haven't looked. Um, but now I know it's Carolina on Sunday at six, and then they're in Florida next week, Tuesday, Thursday, Florida and Tampa. I think is the is the schedule. But I work here. I do pregame shows. I do have the standings open every day, even though there's not really anything to look at. And I'm telling you, and I, and I, I would, I would say, I'm sure there are bigger hockey fans, but I'm a, I'm a huge hockey fan. I'm a huge Sabres fan. And yesterday, every time I said two game road trip, I had no idea what was next after the Friday. I didn't because I'm not looking ahead. I'm not thinking about oh, uh, how tough is this game going to be? How can can they get you know ten out of the next fifteen point or sixteen points or something? I'm not. I'm just not. I'm to, I'm just detached enough. I still I'm watching. I'm I'm there with the garage tweet last night. Like because I you know I, I you know force a habit, but yeah, like knowing what's coming, anticipating it. Um, I mean, it's a lot. Mike Mike has said for years when the Sabers are like this, paying attention to the league is really challenging for him, and that has started to creep in with me a little more than I would like. Um, just, just because it, it just, it's attrition. Um, it's just such a, such a lousy existence, <laughs> not having all of that emotion and all of that fun, you know, whether it's, you know, I, I look, I don't need a return to brawling, uh, or anything. Sure. And you know, it's always, it's always been a little funny to me that, that, that brawl Ottawa 17 years ago today is so, is so held up and it's, it's really pretty t- tame. Like it, you know, it ultimately it's, it's, it's pretty tame. It, it's not, you know, no, no one's, there's, there's hardly any retribution. It's, it's just, it's just emotional because of what had happened to jury, but like stuff from 20 years ago, 30 years ago was way more, you know, scary and violent, but it was the emotion of it being Ottawa. Like that's the team. We beat them last year. They're, they're on our tails. Like there's a, there was a rivalry there. And that just has gone away. Uh, having said that, I'm open to at least one goalie fight a year. <laughs> I mean, that that was uh, the Lindy and 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 the and the uh, Brian Murray yeah. like that. That situation, I think, will always sort of be. Um, well, I, I mean, what like the the highlight of that of that game of that brawl. Um, like literally like Lindy, like pushing down the glass and razors in the middle, like, like, what do I do here? (laughs) And like, like that was really good. And then to me, the goalie fight where you can just like, like Ray Emery doesn't really care what's going on. He's so prepped 
to fight someone. Like, he's waited his whole career to take his helmet off and fight somebody in a moment that called for it. But to me, yeah, that's the peak and the goalie fight's great. It was that face-off where if you mm-hmm. watch the highlight, this is where the highlight starts. It's at the face-off. And Coletta gets pushed right away. Coletta's on the ice. Lindy throws the goon line out there, and he got Heatley, Alfredson. Like, this is not fourth line, goon line versus goon line. This is, we got a, team, we got a line out there. Ottawa throws the first line out there, and Lindy goes, eh, let's go. Send, send the right. boys out. You know, send the dogs <laughs> out, Peters. And, right. and, I mean, you just knew. That and, and I think it was Heatley when Peters just grabs Heatley by the head, right off the right off puck drop, and I, like that's when you knew that I had to imagine I wasn't at the game, but I have to imagine that must be you know short of the Drury in the overtime Rangers play, playoff game has to be one of those games where you're leaving the game, like the next morning in school you're getting to school yeah, and going. Yeah. I was there. Like I, I, got yeah, yeah. To, I was at that game, and I remember at, in school, like that whole morning was all about talking mm-hmm. about that game. Like, and this is fifteen. So I was fifteen years old. This would have been right when cell phones started to be a thing. So I, I, you know, I wasn't watching videos on my phone or anything. But one of my buddies had recorded the video from his from TV. Oh. on his phone. Yeah. So we were in class in the morning listening to Rick's call from right. a recorded flip phone. Right. Like that's what we were doing the next morning. Like right. everyone is talking about that yeah. game. And that's also like I think what I miss, right? Is like hey, now listen, I mean technology, everyone can just watch stuff over. So it's not maybe we're just hanging on to stuff that was going to not be the same anyways, mm-hmm. but I I think about that a lot like you were talking about, you know, prepping the the day of a game and like getting ready for a night game and going out to the bar. I mean, I was young; I wasn't going to the bars. But what I was doing was, mom's dropping me off at my buddy's house. We got eight guys, you know, at one of our buddy's house. Mm-hmm. You know, big old sheet Blaisdell pizza, and we are watching the game, uh, drinking five, four, you know, two liters of of Coke, <laughs> drinking as eating as much pizza as we possibly can. And, you know, like going home with terrible stomach aches, but you got to watch the Sabres game with the boys, get all jazzed up. Yeah. Um, yeah, just. Yeah, it being the thing that people are talking about. Whereas now, I'll tell you, when, <laughs> a part of my motivation for wanting to do this today and, and hopefully elicit like pleasant memories um, is that. I find it professionally very challenging to have conversations about this team right now that I think people would want to listen to. And that's like, we're, that's our, you know, that's the business we're in. We're here. We need you. We want you to listen. We'd like you to participate even uh, in the show and call us. And I feel like bringing up this edition of the Sabres and like trying to legitimately talk about who they should trade or something is just, like, I, I know my boss isn't going to come down here and fire me on the spot, but I just feel like the the majority of our audience is just kind of checked out. So, And I never even felt that way during the Bills drought. Like, people still woke up September 5th, September 12th, home opener. Yeah. I'm thinking of the Fitz, I'm thinking of the game, the, the both Patriots games. I mean, that stadium was... Uh, 
man. In the, 11 when they beat him, you mean? Yes. Yeah, right. Or even the one before that yeah. with Sam Adams. Yeah. But, I mean, like uh, specifically the 11 one. That is the – I mean, you are in the thick of the drought. I mean, that is yep. tough times. And that stadium was – electric yeah well the foot, football has always had the, i mean there are certain advantages uh right only eight home games yeah, yeah. right um and and so everyone is a, it's a party and you know even having a season ticket at least back then was you know more reasonable cost wise than a saber season ticket ever will be because there's just so many games and just the volume of them it's such a financial commitment that you can't and the atmosphere is so different. You're not hanging on to Sabres. You're not going to Sabres games for the ancillary stuff ever. It's the game. Whereas football could get by with the party, and thankfully they got good again so that we don't have to you know, have only that. But that got you through the drought. With this, there's none of that. Like uh, None of that exists around the Sabres. And, yeah, having them be a thing that you can talk about on the radio and be excited about and people are going to be passionate about. I mean, for me professionally, I, I miss that as much as I miss any of the other stuff that we've already talked about. Um, just because it's, 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 it's very depressing when you want, you think, yeah, do I want to talk about this? No, I, I probably, probably not, not, not worth, probably not worth it. Um, so we're left with just sort of reminiscing, which is what today is hopefully somewhat going to be about. Uh, it's not just going to be about that, though. We do have some football coming up for you in the 4 o'clock hour in the form of our buddy Joe Goodberry. Uh, he's on the Bengals, uh, covers the Bengals. He'll be with us at 4.30. I'll get Paul on at uh, 6 on the back end of the show here. But 17 years ago, a night to remember at the arena. What do you miss about those days the most. 803-0550 is the number. Nate Geary's in for Mike Shope. I'm the Bulldog. Thanks for listening to WG. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.